0: What's up? This is comedian Brandon Jordan bringing you the Don't don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit podcast, the first episode. Um, just introducing myself. I'm comedian Brandon Jordan, man, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And um, I'm out here in L.A. Uh, working on my career. And uh, this is the first time I'm doing a podcast to be able to uh, have a new platform for myself. Um, let's talk about got things coming up, man. We got june 5th i'm at the comedy union also july 5th at Sec- sycamore tavern uh so look at my instagram you know saying for upcoming showtimes and be able to come out and be able to have a good time so i want to introduce my uh two guests that i have today two uh beautiful young women um i got comedian heather J from detroit yeah, what hey up, what's heather? up
1: everybody how you doing
0: also i got bianca be in the building. What's up, Bianca?
1: Hi.
0: So, what's what side of Detroit you from?
1: I'm from Six Mile.
0: Six Mile and what?
1: Um, like Schoolcraft and Grand River. Oh, so you from, yeah, hood, hood. you from the hood? Yeah, you
0: the hood, hood. You you from mm-hmm. the hood? Yeah, you was eating uh the uh flaming hot chips when you was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so man, but how y'all doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Man, I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Well, i wanna um one of the biggest things, man, for me being here in L.A is seeing the transition um, that I had coming to Detroit, coming from Detroit to uh, living here in L.A. It's like, so this is the first time that I had a culture shock. And it was from not just, how can I put it, um, not just the cost of living. It was just how everything, how the city moves. Because uh, like when we was talking right before the uh, when we started, this this L.A. is brought up in two different parts. You know, you have your people that's born and raised in L.A., then you got your Hollywood scene and, you know, the going out and trying to, you know, motivate yourself to go out and do your career and everything. So for you, Bianca, what was, like, your biggest, you know, saying transition when you moved here?
1: Well, when I moved here, I was 17. I went to college. I was a baby when I moved here. So becoming a woman just to see the transition of how much I've grown. And um, I think by moving from the city – to over here by myself I learned so much in regards of like positivity and being healthy and I was able to think from a positive standpoint because I feel like sometimes in our city some people are like you know comfortable when I moved out here I was like I was out of my comfort zone I was out of my comfort zone so you know I love when I first moved here I didn't really like the people I thought it was really (laughs) kind of different um but you know the first year you gotta just hustle and get comfortable and familiar with everything so after that year i was much better and much more happier so
0: now my the first six months i hated it yeah (laughs) i hate it i still don't like la but the first six months was the worst Yeah, man i was going everything was coming at me at different angles i was man racking up parking tickets uh, getting my car towed. Mm-hmm. Um, dealing with trying to find an apartment. I never see. I've never been in a city where you got signs up to 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 rent a place, but they don't answer the phone. Then if you do get in touch with them, they be like, "No, nah, we we don't have any vacancies." What you mean? Take the damn sign down. Yeah. Well, how, <laughs> how you talking about? You ain't got vacancies, but you got this big other sign up.
1: If you can make it past the first year, then you good. You can you can last here.
0: Yeah, yeah after the first first year, it was. It start things start, you know, saying wrinkling out, you know. Cause it was crazy. Like when moving here, like um as a comedian, it's two ways kinda of, to me that kinda of, um when you move to, uh, when you move here, that kind of work you work out for you. It's like either you move here with a name, which is gonna help you out, be able to get on stages faster and be able to move quicker in the scene. Or you move here without a name and you might know people, but you still get you gotta work twice as hard because you got to get people to know you, you know, even if you is funny, they make you, you know, you got to kiss ass to, to to get on certain stages, you know, at the, at the bigger clubs, you know, the laugh factory, the comedy store, stuff like that. So the first six months I didn't get on stage one time. It was, I couldn't get on stage, but after that, after that period and get on the first year, It started working out for me, you know. Saying I started getting on stage and start, you know, saying people started, you know, remembering my name. Finally, you know, meeting people ten times and they still don't know your name. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's just how it is because you meet so many people because every day is somebody moving here, new. You know, saying trying to get on. So Heather, Mm -hmm. so what about you? What what is your transition period, as you've been out here in L.A., was it been, about a year now?
2: It's almost a year. Yeah. Everybody said the first year, so that's kind of what I've like been ticking off in my mental calendar. Um, I'm better now than I was when I first moved here. Like the two of you, I hated it. It's it's. I was telling somebody recently, the de- climate in Detroit is 180 degrees from the climate in L.A. Mm-hmm. The way we move, the way we think, the way we process information, the way we treat each other, is 180 degrees different. So whatever they'll do in Detroit, they'll do the exact opposite here. So, right. like, in the beginning, I always felt like I didn't fit because my reaction was never right. So where everybody else will be, like, quiet, I'd be like, what? You know, where everybody else will be like, what? I'd be like, I don't get it. You know, I never fit in. Whereas now I think I just talk less. I do agree with Bianca on the positivity thing. I do think that people are a lot more chill out here um and they're they're a lot more calm you know we come from a violent city we come from a city where things are quick to pop off and I think that has us on edge because we're always ready for something to happen where we're going to have to react and i here, people don't react they'll just be like well you know and we're just like why aren't we running jumping kicking fighting you know this is a moment where we should be doing something and they're like no no just chill and it's like oh we're gonna chill, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing, okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, <laughs> that part I actually like. <laughs> that part I actually like. But yeah, you're, you know, the Hollywood people are different. I found that the people that are born and raised here are actually cool. They go to work every yeah. day. They're just regular Americans. The, the transplants, the people like us, the people that are trying to do something bigger than themselves. Or pursue something, you know, a bigger. Or I think we're the. I think we're the problem out here. I yeah, really we, do think.
0: Because as soon as you move here, you meet somebody that's from here. And you be like, oh, no, I just moved here for. Oh, what you here for? Acting, you know, or they, they, they automatically know that you're here for some form of
2: entertainment. Yeah. Or something. They're so over it too. They're so over it. <laughs> like they're just like, oh, you're an actor. Okay. Oh, you Money. do comedy. Money. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna go water the the plants now. You know, what yeah. <laughs> like they're so over us. And but, that's another thing we have to get used to. Like, like one her. thing
0: I also found that is a lot of people in L.A. I, I guess it's kind of like that from, like, all cities, though. But it's like, here in L.A., it's like, I, I say certain things. Like, I'd be like, oh, you know, uh, why don't y'all come out to the comedy store or come out to Laugh at and They'd be like, oh, I've never been there before. Like, how you, I, for me, it's like, how you been in this city your whole life and you've never been to certain these certain things? And even certain things I say, they'd be like, Well, i never heard that before. And I'd be like, that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like but i say and i say that because like me being from detroit when people are like oh i'm gonna go to the motown i'm like i've never been to motown yeah (laughs) i used to live right around the corner from and still never been to it so i guess it's kind of like that for all cities but but it's like it's so much to do here it's kind of like for me it's like why you don't explore
2: i think they're just as. i mean i think they're they're paying the high prices and stuff too though like the parking parking turns a lot of people off yeah. And if you're born and raised here, you know how to maneuver around that. You know how to stay in your neighborhood, get everything you need to get accomplished. And Hollywood is like, you want me to go all the way to Hollywood yeah. and pay the park and, and two drink minimums? And, you know, I think it's a certain group of people that's going to do it, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of them that just are not.
0: So, so like, another biggest thing for me is is networking, is getting in there is is being able to separate from because because a lot of times you know um i have to figure out in my head okay it's monday or tuesday i want to get on stage but at the same time it's other events going on or other shows i need to go to to show face and network and everything like how was that a balance for you when you got here
1: so when I first started, when I moved here, I was in film school. So, you know, networking is key in the film industry. You have mm-hmm. to go out and meet people. So when I started the Bianca B show at school, like I was at every rare carpet, every event, and I would wear like this bold purple lipstick so people could remember me by that lipstick. So whenever I would go out, that would be something that people remember me by and my name, Bianca B. So I made sure that whenever I went somewhere, I had business cards. I was just on my hustle and I've gotten this far and worked for so many networks works Because of networking. And although I can't stand people and I'm a homebody, in reality, I know that networking is key. And I believe in this rule, it's called the five second rule, where when you feel like, you know, like your intuitive spirit is like, hey, I got to talk to Jackie. I feel like she can help me. You do that within five seconds, that may be an opportunity. Like my move to New York right now was just basically me. Being at the Steve Harvey show, I met this lady at this event, and I was like, my intuitive spirit was like, go talk to her. Talk to her. Boom. Got my job in New York in four days. Just by just by going and approaching people. So I know a lot of people, especially where we're from, we're super defensive. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we got an attitude, We you know, trying to be hood all the time. But I had to remove that attitude within my first year of moving here or I was not going to be far in life. So networking is major out here. It can ruin you because if you have a bad reputation, have an attitude, you're out the door. People Mm -hmm. don't care. Oh, I remember Bianca. She had a bad attitude. We not working with her. So networking is key when you move out here.
0: Yeah, that, that's because one of the things a lot of people that I'm that I'm starting to get uh, cool with now and talking to and stuff. They first like, man, we we really you know think you would not mess with nobody. Because like naturally, I always have a, a wall up against Same. against new people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's not that I'm coming. I'm not coming off mean to you. Or just don't want to talk to you. It's just, I automatically just got a wall up. If I really don't know you, I really don't, you know what I'm saying, don't talk to you. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, now, you know what I'm saying, since the beginning of the year, I've been opening up more and talking to people. And actually been getting me a lot more further, you know, in things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially with some advice from Heather over here uh, mm-hmm. that's been helping me out. Uh, opening up and getting me to be able to do more, you oh, know what I'm saying, right. with LA. <laughs> when you was talking about uh, the comedy union, for example. You oh, know, yeah. Um, uh, just talking with Ian's and um uh and our relationship you know what i'm saying has has grown you know what i'm saying he still ain't put me up you know what i'm saying on on his platform yet, but he's starting to open up more and um and be, and talking to me more Which I know that's going to build more You know what I'm saying Trust with me to be able to get on the stage Yeah, and
2: I think that nobody wants to believe That you're only going to talk to them When you want something mm-hmm. I don't think anybody uh. wants to feel that But we, we kind of put the bookers And the showrunners the show like They're not human sometimes And it's like I'm only going to call you when I want something I'm only going to approach you when I want to go up I'm never going to be like Hey, how was your day? Yeah So what's going on with so-and-so? Hey, I saw you posted your dog was sick What's up with that? And when mm-hmm. you just start talking to them Like they're human beings to me, that just kind of opened up a lot right there because it was like, wow, oh, you don't want anything? You're asking about me? Oh, I'm great. You know, and that kind of helped me a mm-hmm. lot out here because I can do that part. Mm-hmm. I can I can be the human. It's the networking part that I don't I don't like feeling like I always have to be on. Mm-hmm. And
3: yeah. when you're
2: networking, you're feeling like you always have to be on because I'm kind of introverted. So I, I need to turn it off right. or whatever. So, But if you just want to talk about the dog or the kids, I could do that all day. But if I got to be like, oh, yeah, so I was here, I was there, so did, did you go to so-and-so's party? That's when I'm like, oh, stop talking. Yeah. You know so I mean? with
1: that, I feel like I have this thing where I like to build organic relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to be forced because I feel like what's meant for me will happen. Mm-hmm. There's been people that, like, for example, I wanted to interview Megan Good and LaMaya Good so bad. I would reach out to their publicists and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just let this happen organically. Mm-hmm. Met them at an event, boom, my moment happened two or three years later mm-hmm. it's sometimes you're not ready to meet those people yeah. yep. sometimes you're not ready in yeah. your career so when that's things like steve harvey i was on his show twice before i got the job mm-hmm. and it's just like those things happen organically yes you have to yeah have to and i to i know yeah. you what you mean like that being fake sh- can we cuss? Okay. Being, being that being fake shit, <laughs> like I can't do it. Like yeah, twenty first 21st... <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. a Scorpio. I don't know. If I ain't fucking with you, I ain't fucking with you. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's true, Detroit. Yeah. I
2: mean, we're bred that way. Yeah. See, like we're not fake people.
0: Yeah. See, like, and it was so crazy is, is that some people sometimes take the way that I talk as being rude. Mm. And is I'm not being rude at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just how I'm used to talking. Like just little stuff mm-hmm. like uh if if we out somewhere and I say, Hey, can you Hey, can you pass me that? That's not me being rude. It's just how I'm used to talking, how we talked growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, you want to say please? Mm-hmm. I ain't have to say please. So it's not a conscious thing that I think of when I... Um, oh, you rude, rude. You
1: rude, know, rude. <laughs>
0: when when hey, yo, pass me that. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I ask for something, it, you know, or like um, one of the biggest things I see a lot, you know, is um, when someone, when I reach out to somebody, sometimes, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to being direct. Mm-hmm. So I directly, you know, saying come at you, you know, for what, you know, saying I'm hitting you up for. And I and I tend now I'm starting to to pay attention to it more to just saying, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, "How your day going?" You know saying before I even continue on to what I'm hitting you up for. Mm-hmm. That's just little stuff like that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, every day, you know saying a lot of people are getting hit up for everything, different things all the time. But being able to take that little small moment to be able to just Ask about them to, like you said, make them feel human makes a huge difference.
2: Yeah, I really think we need to, because out here it can get overwhelming and intimidating. Because you go to the comedy store, you go to an, an event, a film event, and you see all these people, and people are not looking you in the face, and they're, you feel invisible, and it's like, oh, they're this, they're like that. And you have to go, wait a minute, we're all humans. We're mm-hmm. all human beings. So how about I act human, and maybe I can melt somebody else's polar cap and this one's icicle. And then maybe, you know, we can all just be human for a minute. So I, sometimes I'll kind of plow through some of the coldness because I'm like, I know there's still a person behind that ice. I don't care how you act. And I think that maybe you're acting that way because you think you're supposed to.
3: Because somebody
2: yeah. acted that way to you. And then it's like, okay, so when I get, and when I get a name, am I going to act cold? Well, no, I don't, I don't think I will. But I can see how you can think that's what you're supposed to do. So when mm-hmm. I meet somebody that's mean, I'm like somebody was mean to you. Mm-hmm. So now that you're in a position of power, you think you're supposed to be mean to me? I'm gonna push through that,
3: that's so good. that
2: you can so that right. you can stop doing that, mm-hmm. and that we can so that we can just go back to being people again right. in the same industry, you know?
0: Because I even notice with people that I'm even um, how can I say that I'm, pos- that I'm associated with, you know, friends with for for a number of years. It still can, it still goes that way. Like um, I tell you, me and Clayton had uh, um, had a little scuffle with a text message one time Clayton
1: Clayton yeah I love him like we <laughs> I
0: had I, you know like I said Clayton I didn't know Clayton since I was 15 mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'm 32 now so when I talk to any of my friends back home it's not hey how you doing you know it's just we just hit up you know where we just talk Clayton is you know a little bit more you know Hollywood, you know what I mean? And so, when I hit him up, you know what I'm saying? He
2: should have been born out here. He,
0: he, he, it, it was, this is the yeah, natural it was. But it was habitat. more, it was, you know, I hit him up and said, hey, man, what's up this? I said, hey, you know, let's work on this and this. Next, hey, you know, now, how you doing? You know, what's going on? You know, uh, stuff like, I'm looking like, man, what did you talk about? But I, I had to remember, I said, you know, I said, like I said, he's a little bit more Hollywood, you know what I mean, you know, than I am. And so... Certain things you know what I'm saying is just you know formality for for some people,
2: but he also came out here when he was twenty,
0: yeah,
3: so came he, out here early,
2: yeah, so he spent his whole adulthood here. out here, mm-hmm. you and I came out here after we had been a grown four minutes, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so the when you come into your manhood and your womanhood, he came into that out here mm-hmm. enveloped body environment so it's only natural that he would be a little more hollywood yeah than so me and you but, but what
1: is your definition of hollywood what what, what, what is what is
0: that what i mean is when i mean when i say Pretty Hollywood, snickety. yeah it's more of a, a it's more of um a,
2: a little more abrasive a little, little more snippy little more t- yeah it's you
0: know you carry you know say you 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 carry yourself not only to say that you feel like it's a more of a like i'm 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 better than you, but it's more of like I have a more of a status than you. Mm.
2: Yeah. Like everywhere else in the country, because you're not a comedian, right? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty much our industry has has we kind of have a culture, and it's the same way nationwide except L. A. So it runs literally the same way everywhere else except here. So everywhere else you go on stage, you do well, you come off, you get respect. If you're good at what you do, you get respect. Out here, you can kill and still not get respect. Mm. So, oh, wow. people are still looking at you like, who are you again? And it's like, you just saw that, yeah. and you still don't know me? That's you what only, we mean when we say they're acting Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. So I didn't like, know it was
1: like that. Yeah,
0: because you can, like, just like up. I said, you can go off for kill, you get off stage, don't get the respect, and they still look at you like, well, you only got 2,000 followers. You know, mm. you know what I mean? It, it's more of that. You know what I mean? It, it's not even, here, it's not even, it's, it's about your talent, but it's not, but it's way more than, than, than the talent of it. You know me.
2: There are those that will respect you when you come off. So I'm not saying all of them do that, but it's like you don't know. You really don't know. Like you come off stage and you're like, okay, what's about to happen? And it's going to be some that are like, oh my god, that was amazing. You're great. You're awesome. Give me your number. And then it's going to be still those that are like, do I know you? Mm. It's like, wow, you've seen me 17 times in the last. We didn't shook
0: hands. We didn't. We had.
2: We were on the car together that time, and you still don't have any idea. Oh oh, wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's how it is. But, like,
2: that's what I mean when I say they're human. I don't necessarily believe all those people. Like, sometimes people are like, do I know you? I'm like, bitch, you know me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> right. I don't believe, even yeah. if you forgot yeah. my name, I don't believe you forgot. You know I'm looking at my face going, you look familiar to me. You yeah. know what I mean? So, that's why sometimes I say I just power through it. Cause uh-huh.
0: I don't. <laughs> so, Heather, how the uh, how the Tinder dating going?
2: Oh, yeah, Tinder's popping. So, uh <laughs> Tinder is Tinder is really good for people that aren't looking for real love. If you're just looking to make friends in a good time and jump in different guys' cars and, and go places and have sex with strangers, Tinder is excellent for that. But if you're looking for a husband, you're going to be very disappointed. Are you? Yeah. And I, I've already been married, so I don't, yeah, you know. I actually did it. I actually joined up to meet people. I was like, this would be a good way to learn the city. Like, I really said that I was like, <laughs> I can learn the city. Cause you know I can I'll have guys taking me to different parts of town, and men like to take care of women. So they're like I'm new in town, I don't know where you are. I'll come get you. I'll show you the city. Ah, oh, thank you. And then um, you know if it hap- if it happens, I'm not pursuing the 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 dick like that. But you know if it comes <laughs> to, to this- that. I mean if, if if that's also, you know, if that if if it can if that could be the thing too, then that's like the icing on the cake. Like I met a cool dude who was cute in the face cuz I only swipe when they fine as hell. Cuz I'm not about to uh, I don't care about your inner beauty on Tinder. It's purely aesthetic for me. So, cuz I know it's I know you're not going to be my man for real, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like you about to be fine ass eye candy. I'm gonna go somewhere, hang out with you for a minute, and if it goes there,
0: hey! See the, see the. She's I don't funny. know. For me, the day naps don't don't go over for me. That's because you
2: be looking for love. No,
0: it's not. It's no, it's <laughs> no, love. it's not. I just be looking for a response back. That's it.
2: Oh no, you know the funny thing about Tinder is they actually have sent me messages like, "We see you matching with a lot of people. You're not sending no messages." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm up here like, I don't want to look thirsty. And they're like, "You already thirsty <laughs> when you on this app. You better calm down." So yeah, I, I think the girls are kind of because we still as a part of us that still want to be pursued.
0: No, nah, I go on there once in a while, and so I then I match somebody, hit them up, and I next thing I know, up like damn, that's three weeks ago, and I still ain't got a no response back. So it was like I don't even do it. I don't even mess What's with What's your it profile
2: words? Because some of y'all got know. crazy words, and mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I got no crazy. They
2: gotta words be either. the perfect blend of humor and not taking yourself too seriously. Th- that might be what it is.
0: I don't have too much on there.
2: Oh, if you don't have no, yeah, we don't have nothing. We don't See, know that you might, that,
0: might, you. that might be what it is. I don't have too much of a profile on there. I just got a picture That's mm-hmm.
2: it. Oh, then I no. F- we, who, feel, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? You got to have something.
0: Hey, I am I feel like I'm the second coming of Jesus out here. You know what i uh,
2: I don't have any words either, but I'm a girl. <laughs> and I got a hip picture, so. <laughs> Once I see them thighs, <laughs> I ain't got to have no words. No. Well,
0: That's what just, you?
1: you know, dudes are visual. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bianca? I don't have Tinder.
0: Uh, Well, but dating period though (laughs) I have a
1: boyfriend almost a year in
0: Okay, so when you first got here What Uh, was was the dating
1: like? Dating dating was horrible I mean, I was 17 when I moved here So, you know, like I became a woman out here I lost my virginity out here when I was 18 Um, Yeah, dating was horrible But I dated outside my race too Like I was open to um, inter... How do you say? Interracial relationships, yeah Are you in one now? Uh no, 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 my boyfriend's black.
0: See, I see a lot a lot mm-hmm. more of that out here, but I personally, you know, I don't have nothing, you know, saying against it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes though I do when I see a uh a, a very attractive black woman with a white dude, I'm like, "Come on now, you know." But whatever, you know what I'm saying? But no, I I'm not bothered by it, but I just personally never, you know what I'm saying, try to date outside my race.
1: Yeah. So I liked it. It was cool, but culturally, I like a brother. Like you know, I just feel more comfortable. I can be myself a little bit more. They understand, relatable. Mm-hmm. But I did try Tinder. Me and my friend, we were just bored and we did it. But it was just a joke. I could not do it. Yeah, yeah. it's a joke. Yeah. And then it I serious, kept seeing there. people. I knew I was like, holy shit. Oh, I saw somebody's
2: boyfriend on there. Oh. I Ooh, saw somebody that's, that daddy on there. I was that's like,
1: What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's hard to find love out here because everybody is. Like, I'm career oriented. I'm going to follow my career. My career is a priority. See, I hate. I'm that. not looking for love. Like, come on now.
0: I hate that. I hate when I hear that for the fact of. uh, So what you telling me? 24 hours a day, you not eat? We can't. <laughs> we can't go out to eat for an hour. You yeah. know what I'm
2: saying? What's What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think well, romance can be a distraction. And this this business takes mm-hmm. up so much of our emotional energy. But I feel Good. you. I feel like you make, you know, if you every now and then everybody got to cut loose sometimes. Yeah. But there are some people out here that aren't cutting loose. They're like little balls of coal trying to become a diamond. And they're just a little tight and they're just, oh, you got to make it, got to make you it. Get- you know, I don't like those kind of people, though. So I'm, when they when you come at me like that, I'm glad you're telling me because I don't be around you.
3: Yeah. I need
2: people that can take a day off and go to the beach sometimes.
0: Yeah, because yeah, feel, I feel like I meet so many women. That um that talk about you know uh, oh I'm busy I got this and this you know and um like recently I had a girl she uh tells me well I'm only available you know this time like during the morning right now I'm, I'm just really really busy this and this I said cool Saturday night it's twelve o'clock at night I'll run into you at the Laugh Factory so you telling me you you can't, you ain't got time to do nothing Saturday night but you at the Laugh Factory
1: people make time for who you know they want, want to. I mean,
2: there's some truth to that, and then sometimes men just get curved. It's unfortunate (laughs) that women sometimes will be like, I'm busy because we don't like being like, I don't want to go because we're afraid you're going to punch us in the face. So we, you know what I mean? And that's just facts, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we we, we curve, and I think that's a situation where you just got to look at that and go, okay, you curved. (laughs) And it's cool, don't change your mind. Don't change your mind when I get famous. Mm -hmm. Don't show up when I blow up. That's I know that's and that's right. all it is too. Got to it. Gotta keep that little petty list of people that you gonna. Oh, I <laughs> got, petty my, list. Little oh, little I got petty my list. Oh, I got my list
0: because I'm very petty. When's your birthday? October
1: 1st. Okay, Libra. What are you? Aquarius. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio.
0: Yeah. See, I I don't know too much of the of my sign. No. You know, I know I'm a Libra, but I don't know anything what that, about that you it, know yeah. saying anything about it. You know, I never been into it that deep. Gotcha. Um, I remember one times a girl told me she was like, uh, "Are you a Libra?" Oh, uh, then you um, you must be very, very uh, secretive and, and sneaky and this and this. Oh, that's Scorpio.
2: Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I was like, that's not like
1: Scorpio.
0: me. <laughs> I was looking like, nah, that ain't me at all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm too much of an open book. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Are Brandon's
2: you looking hopeless, for love? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a hopeless romantic. <laughs> Man, that should be the know. podcast. The podcast should be Finding Brandon Love in LA. That should that's be not the podcast. Gonna happen.
0: That's that's and we just bring
2: in all your female friends. Just bring in a woman, and she's like the contestant for the week. And can you treat Brandon right?
1: Do, Do you have kids?
0: No, I don't have no kids.
1: How long have you been single? My whole life. Yeah, Shut up! Th- you've never been in a relationship. You've never
0: been in a serious relationship.
1: There's nothing wrong with him. He
2: just—that's me. Oh, he just um, Brandon <laughs> picks crazy people. Oh,
1: he's attracted to psychos. So you never been in a committed <laughs> relationship. You never. You've been been never- a Wanted to? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to. It
0: just so, never what's happened. the
1: longest you've dated? Was like the longest, like Long- months.
0: Where? How can I put it? Uh Dated probably three.
1: Three months. That's it.
0: No, now that's dating. Mm-hmm. Pursuing, oh, way longer.
1: But you traveled a lot throughout your life in different cities. Do you think mm-hmm. that was the reason why too? No. Is it you?
0: No. Oh yeah, it's definitely definitely me. Oh,
1: okay, you cheat. He lives, in, cheap? Atlanta. He lives cheap? in Atlanta. No, where all the men are gay.
0: She now she'd tell you I'm far
1: from cheap. Oh, okay, no,
2: he's not. He's actually very generous. There's nothing wrong with him. Oh wow, there's nothing wrong with him.
1: See, girls don't like nice guys. That's the problem nowadays. Like no. he's he's too nice. What nice. he want? Oh my God, he got some crazy. He too nice. No, I, th- I think that might be some of it, so, but that also speaks to
2: the type of woman. That speaks to a weakness and a wrongness mm. in her. You know what I mean? And I think that's what he likes. I think he likes Miss Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he is attractive. To her. I, he like
3: wrong. Her. I like her.
2: I
1: like
3: her.
0: She, know, she, yeah, she know a, 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 a lot of my my female, my female struggles. Since I've been
2: for for a long time, and I, I see I, a pattern. But
0: I think also too, one of my biggest things this is what I was going to ask y'all too is that one of my problems, I think, is that I kind of when I like you. I have the tendency to ignore the red flags in the beginning that tells me, like, you need to go ahead and move on. I look at them and be like, no, I can, I can change this. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. So but now it turns my competitive spirit on because it's like, oh, I can change this. You know what I'm saying? Skip this. We can, we can turn this around. So I think that's one of the biggest problems I have is that girls that tell me in the beginning, yeah, you need to go ahead and move on, but I hear something different.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to start. You got to You gotta think you deserve to be happy. Mm. You have mm-hmm. to believe you deserve to be happy. And if it's about being happy, it's not going to be one side. It's going to be somebody that's chasing you as much as you're chasing them because the goal is not to be with somebody or to conquer somebody. The goal is to be happy. And I yeah. think you don't think you deserve that because you always get uh, these girls that are so mean. <laughs> I could slap uh, all of them. <laughs> you got
0: There's a couple of them that, that uh, a couple of my my friends that, that would like to get a hold of uh, some of the girls I talk to. But yeah, uh, what about you? Like, what is some what is some some red flags in dating that you ignored or red flags that you just know of just period in dating that people should you know saying uh, pay attention to?
1: Um, intuitive spirit first off. I'm very in tune with my intuitive spirit. If I get a bad vibe from you, I'm up. But um, there was a relationship that I had in the past where he would just get mad that I was like with my gay friends or like I with my friends and I was busy. Like he didn't like that. Like it would always be an argument. And I'm like, yo, you the type of person that may put your hands on me. Let me even let me stop messing with you. And the next relationship, he hit his girl mm. like. You know, paying attention to those red flags of when somebody is controlling or want to see where you at or making you feel insecure. Like me, I'm very friendly. I know a lot of guys. That's just the type of industry that I'm in. And it's like if my partner cannot be confident within himself that this is who I am and this is how I make money, um, no, it's not for me. Yeah.
0: Like for me, uh, one of the biggest red flags that – for me, that going forward, that I'm paying attention to is when a woman says, um, "You know, uh, you're doing too much." Hmm. Like to me, that, that now is because it's never you doing too much if a woman likes
1: you. Absolutely. I want you to do a lot
0: If a woman likes you, you're never doing too much. Mm-hmm. You know it's any time you can do you can call her at three o'clock in the morning, I want you to make some pancakes. She might cut you out, but you ain't doing too much for her. Mm-hmm. It's just period, you know. And so when I hear that now, is that lets me know? Oh, I need to go ahead and cut bait on
1: this. And I'm a social media stalker, so like in the beginning phases, I have to do research on you. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Just like that's smart. <laughs> I go through Twitter feeds. I go through Instagram. Like yeah, honestly, that's where you see a person's mind. Mm-hmm. Though mm-hmm. I found I mean, out somebody was married just by looking at their Facebook. I was like. And, I mean,
2: you could end up with somebody that's a Trump supporter
1: or, you know, like, that's the kind of thing you got to
2: know. You got to, mm-hmm. if they up here like, oh, women shouldn't, Alabama was right to take away the abortion law. You'd be like, well, I need to know you look good like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you up here trying to take rubbers off? I need to know how you feel about these things. But it, I think people reveal themselves better. and I think you get their representative, but they mm-hmm. reveal who they really are on social media.
0: But I think also, too, like so when you first meet somebody, I feel like it's... <laughs> I feel like, especially for guys, we it's like it's hard. Like Women always say, well, just be yourself. Just be your truth. It's hard for dudes to just be their truth in the I beginning. I disagree. See, and that's, but I, I feel that's a woman I think that's, that's, that's because
2: you guys don't think we'll like you unless you present a certain amount of alpha macho-ness, and that's not true. The girl that likes you will. Think about the Ooh. girls that like you that you don't like back. You didn't do any of that for them, and they like you. You know what I mean? Think, think about the girls that have a crush on you I that you're like curving. You know? I like her. I like. You didn't have to do That's nothing.
0: True. That's kind of true. I, I can agree with you that. you guys. That's overthink kind of
2: a lot in the beginning, and then you get complacent on the back end. Women are women are kind of blase up top, and then get all uh, overthinky yeah. on the back end. So we're never overthinking at the same time, and we're never complacent at the same yeah, time.
0: Yeah, I guess because we over because a lot of most of the time because most of the time when we go out with somebody. It's not about pursuing a relationship in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning. Not times when we go out, we're overthinking because we're trying to figure out how can we get between them legs. hmm And so that's where the overthinking comes from. And then later on, if it continues to be more, then you're right. Then that's when the overthinking comes on for the win. And
1: I think waiting really works because I was one of those people, you know, like I thought that was a way to keep a guy. <laughs> uh, and then my relationship now, I literally waited three months, and it made a huge not, that's, difference. That's not
0: really waiting, though.
1: That is. that is Compared to L.A., like L.A., like it's quick. I'm I'm not it's, even going to lie. That it's quick here. Yeah. But three
0: months to me is kind of like if you're – if a guy's in the the dating, you know, want in the the mode of okay, I'm going to pursue this person, that to me that's the standard. Okay. Three months, you know, what I'm saying that's that's the standard. And now, LA is different. Now, yeah, we, I agree with her. Yeah, that's the standard. LA is yeah, of course it's different.
1: You so are trying to hurry up yeah. and get to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, so you're old school. You you like chivalry and you're yeah. you have manners. Okay. Oh gotcha. yeah, he's yes, there. Very, okay, yeah. so yeah. Oh yeah, that's he's the opening different.
2: doors and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's how my boyfriend is. Like yeah. Huge difference because I used to date fuck boys like for real, literally. I used to have really bad taste in men, like really bad.
0: Like I guess even I guess even my my chivalry and niceness even puts me in situations that I didn't even think that I was in. Mm-hmm. Just like the situation I had with uh, with um, I, don't, I don't think I should say her name, but the um, the other the the, the gay female comment. I still puzzled over that situation. You know that I even got put in that. Um, well, basically, well, Bianca don't know about. It. Okay, so basically, what it was is
3: <laughs> basically what it
0: was is it's a female comedian who uh, when I when I first moved here, everybody in the circle, you know, you know, saying no, she date women and she's gay. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, naturally, you know, networking and stuff that I exchange numbers all the time with people, befriend people every time. She was actually a cool person. You know, saying she was a good mm-hmm. friend. So, you know, I would hit She's her very up. Cool. So I would hit her up sometimes, like, hey, you know, you want to go to the movies? Or you want go to go out to eat? And naturally, I'm a person where, if I'm, don't matter if we're dating, we're just friends, my sister, I'm going to pay. Yeah. That's just me. That's I'm, how
1: Detroit men are. Yeah. yeah, we could be out with a group of people and the guys pay. That's yeah. just what they do out here is really f- fucking different. I, mm-hmm. I, which I'm
0: learning, <laughs> which I'm yeah. learning. I didn't know it. I didn't know that, yeah. but is you know so i naturally i always pay Mm -hmm. so during this time i guess she developed feelings for me that i didn't know about
2: (laughs) how you converted one
0: so (laughs) (laughs) so so back in march uh we were hang we was hanging out at the movies and she revealed to me that she was living in her car
1: oh wow so
0: naturally i'm like no you ain't gotta sleep in your car even though I got a small ass studio, you can come sleep. You can come sleep on the full time. You ain't got to sleep in your car, mm-hmm. so I allowed her to do that. So in that process, she stayed for about a month. She she moved out the, the beginning of May. So she stayed she stayed there, and um, during this time, I never tried anything with her. Never told her that I liked her. Never nothing like that. So um, the week that she moved out. I told her, I said, before, before I even did it, I hit her up and said, hey, I'm about to try to uh, talk to one of your friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, she responds back with laughing emojis, LOL, okay. I hit her friend up, friend like, yeah, let's go out. I tell her, her friend said, yeah. She's like, okay, cool. We This is Friday. We're supposed to go out Sunday. Sunday morning, I send her friend a text like, hey, we're going to go out such and such time and pick you up this and this. She said, fine. Four o'clock come while I'm at work, I get a text like, hey, I got to cancel. Something came up. I can't get out of. This is what we're going to, you know, we're going to set up another day for us to talk about uh, the comedy show. She asked me to do a show for her in July. So I'm sitting there reading at the text. I'm looking like, Why is we, we ain't talking about this damn show. I don't care about that. So after I get off of work, I get home. I look at her Instagram story. She at home were at at the house with her friends barbecue, and say, I'm looking like, you canceled my date for this? Mm -hmm. Something wasn't right. Couldn't figure it out, but something wasn't right. Next day is one of my friends' surprise birthday parties. Go to the birthday party. The the girl shows up with her friend, the one I'm trying to talk to. They show up to the party. I walk up to them laughing, hugging, you know, what's up going on, this and this. So about an hour into it, I walk up to her and say, hey, you know, let's go over here and talk, you know, let's talk for a minute. She said, well... Would you want to talk about the show? I'm in my head like, why do you keep bringing up this damn show? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about this show. So so she said, well, because if you want to talk about anything else, I'm not interested anymore because you dated one of my friends. So I'm looking confused as hell now because since I've been in L.A., it's only been one person that you can attach me to as in dating. Mm -hmm. And I knew she didn't know this person. So I said, who was you talking about? She says, you're talking about. I ain't gonna say her name, but the gay girl, you know, that's what we're gonna call her right now. Yeah. And so, we're gonna, so we, that's what we're gonna call her right now. So, I said, "Nah," I, I said, I, "We never dated. That's just a homie. She's gay anyway." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Well, this is not what I was told." <laughs> so I, so I immediately left her, went and found the other girl, and said, "Come here, let me holler at you." So I said, "What's going on? What is she talking about? Talking about we dated?" She like, "Yeah, we did date." Mm. I'm like...
2: That's the hilarious part. I
0: said, <laughs> when?
2: <laughs>
1: you're really dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded right now.
0: She said, when we went to the movies, we went on a date. I said, no, that wasn't a date. We were just hanging out. What did you... I said, so now she's talking in circles. Now she's saying... Now she's telling me, she said, yeah, you're my platonic friend that I'm not fucking. What? Did you just hear the dumb shit that just came out of your mouth? Mm-hmm.
1: You, you just, just posted a meme about that today. Yeah, too. I said...
0: <laughs> I said, we are I said, you just said I'm your platonic friend and we're not fucking. So I'm not understanding what is the issue here. Then she says, You're being very disrespectful trying to talk to one of my friends.
1: Fucking LA. We thought she was gay. Like we really did. And we so really did. And <laughs> this, So this
0: is when I'm finding out that she's supposed to be bi.
1: Is she girly girl, gay or was she
2: The uh... only reason I know she was <laughs> I guess it's called fluid. Only reason I know she's fluid is because I was sitting next to her and we were swiping Tinder together. And I was showing her hot guys. And she was like, ooh we. And I was like, oh, I thought you like girls. And she said, oh, I like everybody. Oh. That's the only reason I knew. Other than that, nobody knew she was going both ways. Oh, God. It so its and I wouldn't say she was butch, but I wouldn't say she was. She's a <gasps> little tomboyish.
0: But she's still really cute. But she's yeah. still on the yeah. feminine Aww. side. Yeah, she's yeah, very yeah. feminine. She's very feminine. Um, so after that.
2: Wait, let me interject. Okay, so we have a mutual friend who's like a pee hound who who one day was just like I'm gonna get on her, and he said it. He was like, dude, she's gay. You know what I mean? So I know he wasn't lying when he said like he really did believe she was totally not into guys at all. I just don't understand how, as friends, this is not coming up. So, So you guys aren't talking about girls together. It like it like to me, both of you miss red flags.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we yeah, we did.
2: Because if she was like if it was like somebody who was out out, yeah. They would have mm-hmm. been talking to you about women. Yeah and you guys mm-hmm. would have you guys would have been ogling girls together That's and true. you guys never did that. But on the other hand, I feel like she's stupid because his apartment is really small, the food time is close to his bed. You and I both know you're not about to sleep for a month, over a month, in your boy shorts next to some guy and he don't never try nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like in a month he would have tried something even if it was subtle. So I feel like both of y'all missed some flags there. So,
1: But there are really some good guys. You did something that most Detroit men would have done. If their friend was sleeping in the car, they would have fucking you oh, know, yeah, let no, her sleep. Yeah, because like, his, place, his place is really small. And, and when I found out <laughs> she was staying there. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it's not really,
2: like, because I actually, when I first got in town, I stayed with him for a couple of days. And immediately I was like, this, this isn't, because I, it's not fair to him. To invade this space is made for one person, mm-hmm. and it is it isn't fair. So I was I immediately started working on a plan B. She chilled for a month, you know what I mean. So it's like a month, and literally like you're where you're laying. It would I mean it wouldn't take it wouldn't have
1: taken much. So my question hmm. is, can girls and guys be friends? Because me and my boyfriend we were having this conversation yesterday with his brother, and like, what do you guys think?
0: It's only one way
1: with boundaries.
0: And only respect. one way for, for me as a guy is only one way. If I have no attraction towards you, we can be friends all day. Mm-hmm. But if I have any form of attraction, it's it's became no, be friends.
2: They must <laughs> not be attracted to me at all because I've been friends with these guys for years, <laughs> uh, For now, years.
0: no, but it would be guys that will, um, be attracted to you and still, you know, saying take the label of the friend because mm-hmm. they're waiting, they're going to sit back yeah, in the club. So, cut. Play for the yeah. Yeah. so right.
1: like me, I have a problem because it's like because i'm girly girl and i'm like very social most people think whenever i'm talking to a guy that that's my boyfriend or that i'm talking to them Mm -hmm. like i can never just be friends with guys because they'll always try it or Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's just like i'm not giving the homie vibes or what like no you're pretty but yeah yeah, but i i hate that because it's just like damn like you were my friend (laughs) like why are you trying it so yeah, you say that attraction, and what do you think?
2: I think that there can I, – I agree with him. If there's attraction, it's going to be – it's going to complicate because somebody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, that's my friend. He'll be over there like, but I love you, you know, yeah. on the inside. Mm-hmm. So which means eventually he's going to be hurt when you do get a boyfriend. Yeah,
1: like when I got a boyfriend, people – because I was single for so long. Like people know me for being mm-hmm. single. Like I'm like, fuck these niggas. Like, I'm doing yeah. me. <laughs> and like when I got a boyfriend, people were just like – I love you, like a why. Yeah. Why? You're you were supposed to be my wife. <laughs> yeah, guys will do will do that. But I think it can happen
2: if you have respect. What I found with um Brandon and his friends is they kinda they kinda asexualize me a little bit. So like even if I'm talking about guys, they'll be like, No, Heather, we don't wanna hear. Nope, 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 don't wanna hear it. Joshua, our mutual friend yeah. Josh told me that I can't be on Tinder because he was like, "No, Heather, I, no, 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 you can't, no, no." But he said it like I was his daughter, like. <laughs> Ugh. So I, I see a lot of that in this business because I, the girls are the minority. So we're always surrounded by a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Respect and boundaries. Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm grown, so I'm, I'm not going to spend the night. Five six times with a dude, and then go. Oh, but you're my friend. I'ma walk around in my booty shorts and my bra in my in my sports bra because you're my friend. You're still a you're still a man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you have to respect your friend. You know your your opposite sex friend. You know the same way.
1: So true.
0: So, so true. So let me ask, so um. So about that. So how do you deal with other people having feelings that you don't know about?
1: How do I deal with it? I'll just be shocked. I'll be like, "Boy, stop." Yeah, that's what girls do. <laughs> yeah. We play it off. Yeah. But- They'll be like, "You're so crazy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but what if he what if he still what if he still shows the the consistent trying trying to you know uh put himself onto you
1: fake boyfriend Um, yeah or (laughs) blocked i had to block this one guy friend like i had to block him because he was being like disrespectful like he would facetime me whenever call me or text me whenever i'm like yo i'm with my boyfriend and my boyfriend knows about him he's just like yo like block this nigga or it's going to be a problem like is it ha- respect and boundaries? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, blocked, blocked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's because men don't know how to pursue. Yeah. You know, they, like you said, it becomes competitive and it becomes I gotta get her, and mm-hmm. that's that toxic masculinity stuff that we that we hate. You have to respect when somebody, like, you shouldn't. And this is what I teach my child: like, you shouldn't. If she don't like you, you shouldn't want to be bothered with her. That whole idea that you can woo her and all that. No, that's, that's the 50s. We can't, that, we're not living in that kind of world no more. If she don't like you, you don't want to like her. Don't like nobody that don't like you. Mm-hmm. Don't like, because that's not, you're not going to be happy. Like, why do you want to, why do you want to, why do you want to subdue somebody into loving you? Like, no, you want somebody that looks at you and they heart skip a beat like when you look at her, her heart skip a beat, you know, know your heart skip a beat. Right. You want somebody to feel that same way about you. And if she mm-hmm. curving you and lying and coming up with stuff to do, dog, she don't like you. Let it go.
0: So what, so, um, what is, okay, let's, so now what is, um, cause we were just talking about this yesterday. What is the level of pursue you think a guy should have before he's like, before he should be able to say, you know, nah, this is, this is too much.
2: I think Aww. he should come at her like a person and be a, just be a human being, get to know her as a human being, not try to get her horizontal. Just be, just be people, and see what clicks, see what vibes, see who calls who first. If it's going well, introduce. Uh, don't wait a year. Don't like nobody for a year and have her thinking it's your friend yeah. and who have feelings for you. You know, a week or two, and then be like, I'd like to take you out. Like I, I'm attracted to you, and then see what she says. If she says yes, fine. If she says no, leave her alone.
1: What about you? I, I agree with her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really hard. God, to like, it. I had a secret crush on you for five look, years. Yeah. is ridiculous. I think girls, too, have to be honest with men, too, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know, like, I'm not looking for nothing right now. Because I know for me, when I was single, like, I would just go out with people because I was bored and needed mm-hmm. a meal. Mm-hmm. Like, he want to hang out. Okay, I'll go. But really wasn't interested. So I think as you get older, like, I when I hit 25, it was just different. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I just thought differently. And I started believing in my worth and being honest with people. I feel like that's what our generation lacks is just being honest and straightforward Mm -hmm. about what you want and don't want in a relationship. And say, like, hey, I'm looking for something real. Like, if you can't, if you're not in that place, please approach me when you're ready. Like,
2: And I agree with her. I do think that a lot of women need to stop taking from men that they're not interested Mm -hmm. in. Because, like, how many times have you offered to buy me stuff? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Because mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be, I don't ever mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm taking advantage of you. So, And
0: you need to stop doing that.
2: But friends do for each other. Yeah, we do. Friends, so that means sometimes I buy or sometimes mm-hmm. I do something. You know what I mean? So it's not just me letting you buy everything. And then when you're like, yo, Heather, what's up with that thing? And I'm like, oh, no, we just friends. But, you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I think I think some women do that with deceptive So spirits. my
1: question is, should a guy pay in the whole relationship? Should he pay for everything? I, I see. I think the friends do f- look out for each other, but well, in a relationship—oh,
2: relationship. like in a dating
1: situation, yeah, like I, b- couples.
0: I feel like because I, I, I'm torn with this one because this, and in the beginning, in the courting, the first dating, and then the courting process, all that, the guy should always pay, hands down. But once you get into relationship, once you get into the ra- relationship, and depending on the situation. You know, um, if you're going, if you're going out, if you're dating, you know, you're in a relationship and you still have your, you, you're going out dating, the guy should still pay. If you out somewhere and bag of chips or something, I ain't tripping about by paying. But I always feel like the guy should always pay for, you know, saying when you're doing the whole, when any form of the, of the dating process is going on. That's just me.
1: What about you? You were I'm... married. So, like, how... If I just works. think
2: that once it gets real and this person becomes a, a integral part of your life, a part of your routine, you guys are talking every day. What are you doing tonight? It's some. There are gonna be days you go out, and there are gonna be days you cook. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if you're gonna pay, that's cool. But I, um, you're my man. I also know you don't get paid this week. You know what I mean? Okay. I also know this is your off pay week, so. I should be mindful of that cuz again, we're friends first. The the root word of girlfriend and boyfriend is friend. Correct. You know what I mean? So I'm going to I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I want to go, you know, to BlackRock or whatever when I know it's not your pay week." I'm gonna be like, "Let's just go up to Ralph's, get a couple steaks. I'm going to cook tonight." And I think if that's being done, if both people are considerate of the other person, that's fine. But if you have a woman that's just letting you pay pay pay, you're going to feel depleted a lot mm-hmm. quicker. You know, finance. Now she's a burden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And the same thing. If she's cooking too much, now you're a burden, or whatever. It should just be the same way you would do your homie, your mm-hmm. boy. Some days you might pick up the tab. Some days he might pick up the tab. Other days y'all might go Dutch. I think it should be the same way in a relationship. That's very until much you're sure. married, yeah. or until you're engaged, or until it's something more meaningful.
0: Because one, I mean, yeah, once you get you get married and stuff, it's kind of like money is is both of y'all's. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's, it shouldn't be separate money anyway. But. Um, that's one of the things, like one, actually one of my friends yesterday, he was, he was in a, he in a situation where him and his girlfriend live together. And so for his birthday that just passed, she didn't get him anything. Mm. Now her birthday comes up and she's graduating for, for, um, from, from college. He was torn because now he felt like, cause she told him like, no, nah, I'm just not buying you nothing. Now he feels torn cause he feels like he has to get her something. But at the same time, he wants to get her something but not spend nothing because she didn't get him nothing.
1: Right. Okay. So I, I, that happened to me. Hmm. Um. November was my birthday. My boyfriend didn't give me anything. And at the time, we weren't together. Like, the title. We were just friends. And so he didn't give me anything. And so his birthday was in April. And mind you, we are together at this point. So I got him something. And I was torn in between that because I was asking family and, like, friends, like, Hey, you know, should I get him something? Should I not? He didn't give me nothing for my birthday. And so my friend, she's very mature. She was just like, "You are at you are in a relationship now and you want to do for your partner. If you feel like that is something that you want to do, do it." This is mm-hmm. this you guys are building something now. At that point, you guys were just kicking it. It mm-hmm. was it wasn't a relationship. So, I bought him a gift mm-hmm. because my friend gave me a mature answer because I was tired of hearing from bitter people. It <laughs> was like, don't get that nigga shit. Like he ain't mm-hmm. get you nothing. Like, but when you're in a mature and you want to set that standard and boundary of your relationship, then you know, I wouldn't have spent a lot
2: of money though. Yeah. I would have got him something and I would have gotten to him something meaningful yeah. uh, more so than expensive. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. maybe to commemorate our first date, a trinket or something like that. I would have gave him something from my heart. I wouldn't have spent a lot of money though. Yeah. But so, well, yeah, I would definitely say get him something. Yeah.
0: But now, is it something that you're going to be able to just forget about?
2: That's different, though, because they live together. We're talking about. No, I'm
0: talking, I'm talking about how I'm saying oh. is going forward. They is, live together. No, I'm not talking yeah, about that. F- I'm talking oh, about your friend. situation. Okay. Well. I'm just talking about is that just going forward in the relationship, you're not even going to care about him not getting you nothing. No, before? she said
2: this. She basically taught him. Okay. Oh, yeah. She now he said, does whatever. Okay, oh, She basically said, we're getting gifts now, babe. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Said,
0: right, I got you on that. I got you. on Sometimes
1: with money to, now, yeah.
2: yeah. Sometimes women have to gently remind yeah. me, like, okay, we're 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 doing gifts now. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. So now you, but say, your
2: friend, I, that's a little different. Did she do that thing where she gave him sex as a birthday gift? Like,
0: no, nah, I didn't ask him that.
2: Oh, because a lot of from, times girls will be like, I'm gonna put on my black lingerie happy birthday
1: but if they live together she sh- should have definitely got him like a birthday card or a cake or, or something. made him special a special dinner der- or something yeah because yeah. 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 I'm birthdays aren't special to me and like I want to see my friends happy on their birthday that's just me but if mm-hmm. I was
2: him I wouldn't again I, uh, same thing I'm telling you I wouldn't necessarily go out and spend a lot of money on her but I would again do something meaningful to her like maybe clean the whole house up or something maybe she's been nagging him to do do it
3: mm-hmm.
2: or something something meaningful something that's letting him know letting her know that he, he hears her and he cares i don't think he should go out and buy her no diamond uh bracelet or nothing like that no yeah. that's yeah. not a bad precedent because they live together right mm. so yeah, at the point different. you move in together it's definitely gifts on all uh, occasions yeah. mm-hmm. i want yeah, a christmas I'm, gift a birthday gift a valentine's day whatever the, whatever the occasion calls for a gift I, if we're holiday celebrating relationship which yeah. is something you would know before you move in with somebody now if you're talking about, oh, I'm I'm Muslim and I don't celebrate or I'm a Jehovah's Witness, I don't celebrate, that's different. But if we if we were celebrating these holidays separately, we celebrate them as a unit. Yeah. So then, I, I I have a qu- I need to understand why she didn't get that man no gift or why yeah. she didn't do nothing for that man.
0: Well, I'll make sure I I get dig a little bit deeper and figure it out. Because and, that could be a red out. flag he might need to see. No, actually I am you know, um they've been having problems for a minute now. Okay. And I just feel I, I feel like personally it's the problem is, is that they that they do live together, it makes it harder for them to want to separate because mm. they're they're used to, they're comfortable with the situation that they're in, and they don't want to explore you know saying meeting different people and changing up the situation. That's mm-hmm. what I feel, but I you know yeah, I that can't tell
2: for better or for worse. Yeah. I can't tell uh, another
0: another grown man what to do. Too. Yeah, what to do though? Now I'm to bring this up because this is one thing I, I really want. <laughs> An opinion on because some I'm personally going through. Now, I don't understand how women. It's, it's it's a couple women in my life that have rejected me. You know, saying didn't want didn't want uh, to pursue anything with me. But I don't understand why do they stalk my Instagram?
1: What stalking? What do you consider stalking? When they look
2: at your
0: stories, they, every That's the only thing you can see is the story. story right. no, <laughs> stories. Right? Every story I put up, they on it. Every picture I put up, they on it. For me, if it's somebody that I didn't, you know, saying that wanted to want to pursue something with me, and I rejected them, I'm not looking at their stuff every day. I'm not going to. The, I'm not going to be on their page at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I just. I'm confused by that. Either, sometimes
1: in the feed, the stories people pop up. It, like
0: people pop up on mine sometimes. I just don't look at
1: it. Mm-hmm. I think you're
2: overthinking it. I I I think I I think I I think you're not going to like my answer. (laughs) We wasn't. I want this
0: answer because I'm seriously so confused about this.
2: All right. So just like people you said earlier at the beginning of the show, people move out here every day to pursue entertainment. People move out here every day to attach themselves to people that are pursuing entertainment. Mm. Like on the plane, it's, it's half singers on the plane, half gold diggers waiting for that singer to pop on the other side of the plane. So maybe you're dating women, or maybe you're interested in women that want to hold you close enough. Just in case something happens, they could jump back in that, that passenger seat. So Mm -hmm. they they are going to watch. They want to see what you're doing. They want to see what's popping. They know who your friends are. They know you have some friends that are on the, on the come up. They want to see who you with so that they could jump back in to me. If anybody is consistently on your stories who is not giving you the time of day, I I would suggest I would submit that her motives are less than honorable and that she probably has an agenda.
0: But the people that that is, they I guess I can't say they know, but they can't jump back in.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, women always believe they can jump back in. Especially when they curve. When I never we,
1: thought about it from that. Yeah, perspective. when we
2: curve, we always feel like we can come back because we feel like as long, you know, the balance of power. As long as you like me more than I like you, I got the power. So as long uh, as you like me, not go there. That's I can come back. <laughs> All I got to do is put on that right dress and walk to and go to that right show and bend over at the right moment or flirt with you the right moment. I get you right back where I want you. And and considering <laughs> that you like Miss Wrong, you are drawn and attracted to Miss Wrong. <laughs> I I definitely I don't put it past any of the women that you like to have an ulterior motive. And because they, they know, you know, who can, you know, I see you, you know, I can see you seeing me seeing you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I want you to know that I'm still looking for you so that you don't forget me. I want you to know that I saw your stories.
0: Hey,
3: I, Cause it's
2: like I said, they could just scroll down your timeline and you would never know. They hit that story. They, yeah, look, he, mm-hmm. he'll know, he'll know I was watching the story and as long as he knows and he'll think he still has a chance, as long as he still thinks he has a chance, I got the power. So if any, if I need to double back, I can
0: so,
1: right.
2: I, she, she she's a good she friend to have.
0: Yeah, she is, cause she put she uh she puts me in my place sometimes when it comes to these women. But, I know okay. I know
2: whole shit. You know what I mean? I <laughs> I've been a dirty bitch. I know dirty she bitch mentality. Funny. Okay, I know it, and I know this town breeds gold diggers and actors and singers and comedians at the same rate of speed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the same rate of speed. So for every comic, there's a chick waiting for him to blow up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, I don't put it past. Especially the what we were just see. It all comes together. We were talking about people don't like going to Hollywood because of parking. These are people that love hanging out. They're not a part of the show, but they're always at the show. Yep. So why, why, why are you at the comedy store all the time? You're not a comic. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of Joe Rogan. Why are you here so much? You know what I mean? You're here because you're. Trying to get You own. you want you want a date in this pool mm-hmm. yep. of men. You, you you want one of these guys to pop and you want to be first lady. I don't trust those
1: kind of girls. That's the same with girls in the studio. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I you, I guess they're I was, more
1: obvious in the studio though because they're yeah. dressed a certain kind yeah. of way. They wear <laughs> pants, you know. Yeah, they're
2: uh-huh. trying to jump into videos, uh-huh. they're trying to sing background. They're, they're a little more obvious. Because the uh, because we need an audience mm-hmm. in our profession, we're happy to have one. Right. And and we never think, oh, you know, wow, she comes to the comedies. It costs $10 to park just to go to the comedy store. Mm-hmm. That's, that's minimal. Just, that's minimal. They got to pay to get in. They don't know nobody's I'm going to try the tickets there. Depending on the show, show. It's mm-hmm. different amounts. Five it's, to 20 oh, okay. on average. Mm-hmm. You're doing all of this. You have a two drink minimum. Automatically. Automatically. Mm-hmm. You're doing all of this just to watch us. To, come on, baby. No, I ain't buying it. No. I ain't buying <laughs>
0: it. No. No. So let me. So ask, what does what does your boyfriend do?
1: Music producer. Hey. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so I was just about to ask you, would you date someone in the business? And obviously, yeah.
1: At first, like I didn't, I didn't want to date anybody in entertainment because of the freelance world, because there's no stability within that. So I would just date people who were like in marketing or in a whole type of different industry. Regular paycheck. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like people because it's consistent money and me i'm freelancing like i don't want us both be struggling but it got to the point where i was dating these people and they didn't understand um the freelance life they're like how can you do that how can you go from job to job and they didn't understand mm-hmm. it so i happened to meet my guy at whole foods <laughs> <laughs> at whole foods shout mm-hmm. out to whole foods and we just connected and that's just that
0: so for me i can't i don't want to date you know another comedian Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't care about the industry, but comedy, I don't. I tried it once and it didn't work out and see, so now the problem <laughs> is and see, now the problem is I got to see the person all the time. You're
1: right, gotcha. You know and what i And then competitive internally is that little competitive and competition and within each other.
0: It's not even competitive, it's more of the pettiness mm. because now it's like when I see you, I really don't want to say nothing to you, but it's kind of like now, now if I don't say nothing to you, now you feel, oh, he's just being petty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, for Me, yeah, I, I can date outside the industry, you know. I mean, inside the industry, but just why don't music, you anything. say anything to her? Because it's not, it's more of it's like I feel like I'm being fake because I really don't care. Because if I come to you, and say, Hey, how you been? I really don't give a damn. how then you Don't been?
2: say how you been. It's Be like, Hey, girl, what's up? Keep it moving. Like, why? Well, I mean, you don't have to ask her how she's been. Mm. You could just, you can just dab her up. Hey, what's up?
0: The same thing. What's, what's up? I really don't give a damn about what's yeah, up. Yeah, but
2: nobody waits for an answer on what's up. What's up is hello. Nobody's like, "What's up?" Well, you know, I nobody because I like, actually
0: I see because what's so crazy I seen her Thursday, and um and when I walked up to her, I just gave her a hug, and she said something to me, but then it was that awkward silence moment where it was kind of like the conversation wasn't about to continue, but we were still standing next to each other. Okay. So right. I was like, I just start talking to somebody else mm. and just walked off, and then that was it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just the only thing about dating dating a female comedian, and then also too.
2: Um, they do not get a break, man. The girls cannot get a break in this business
0: <laughs> and then also too, it's like I don't when i'm when I'm not you know what I'm saying performing if I'm on a date or talking to you, I don't wanna talk about comedy,, mm, yeah. you know what I'm saying that's just one mm-hmm. thing that I just don't wanna be talking about all the time. And so I don't know. I just that's all we
2: talk about all the time. Yeah,
0: with my friends or something like that. That's all you talk about all the time. But if I'm talking about when I'm with a female that I'm trying to pursue, or that I don't want to talk about comedy.
2: But comedy is her life, like it's yours. You're still sharing your life with each other because that's her life too.
0: Right. So I don't that's why I don't want to talk to another comedian cuz I want to hear about something else.
2: I think it's kind of sexist that you'll talk to your guy friend comedians about comedy, <laughs> y'all never want to talk to <laughs> a lady friend about comedy. I think no, it's kind of s- that you want her to talk about the You my house friend and I magazine. talk about comedy with you? Yeah, but you're not pursuing me. <laughs> so I'm I too do. I'm too good. You only like bad.
0: I don't know, man. That's just
2: uh, <laughs> I'm not toxic know. enough.
0: No, I'm good on mm-mm. I just I don't know, man. It's just me. I And.
2: What you want to talk about? You What you want to talk about? Existential crisis? You want to talk about? No, we can talk politics? about like. You want to talk about what? The global warming? Like. The ozone layer? Like what it was a girl. About?
0: Like it's a girl that I'm recently talking to. She's a. Um, she's a psychologist.
2: We say talk. I talk about her because I don't know
0: nothing about that.
2: So she can talk about her career.
0: Yeah, she can talk about her But the comedian can't talk
2: about no, her No, I career. don't want to hear about that. You know what? I don't want to hear about that because.
0: No, I just don't want to talk
2: about Uh, that. You know what, Brandon? Sometimes I think you get what you get because of stuff like this.
0: Hey, man, this is.
1: I think that you're looking too hard.
0: Looking too hard? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that?
1: Meaning like you're searching for love, and so you keep getting all these bad people. I think once you stop thinking about it, it will happen. Just saying, just saying. That's I can my see thought. some truth to that,
2: and I also think that you are not looking for the right qualities. Mm-hmm. I think, like you told me one time, you said, "I like thoughts." That's what you said. <laughs> you said that. Wow. <laughs> he likes blonde weaves, and you know, you gold, like gold highlighter on the nose. He like he like a beat face, a, and a, he likes a certain I'm type a, of woman. And out here, brown. that type of woman is tends to not be.
1: That man, tends nah, to be
2: a, the mark of the beast man, out here. Looking like out religious. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm, I'm from the east side of
0: Detroit. That's that's what I'm raised up on, man. So but, you like
2: flowers on the toe, flip flops, and hand <laughs> scarves? Because so that's the east side of Detroit. It now let's keep it real. <laughs> keep it real. <laughs> Ain't no L.A. fine on the east side of Detroit. <laughs> Bianca know she would have got beat yeah. up Walking looking like this on the east side So she got up <laughs> the car they'd be like uh-huh, oh, uh, You must be from the west side <laughs> And they'd have chased her ass down Gratiot
1: yeah.
0: yeah man But Man enough about me man My, no, no no I like about talking
2: about you We gonna find Brandon love I really 20. think that should no. be a segment on this If you're gonna keep doing this that should be I a, mean, a, Yeah cause, cause we talk about I'm relationships definitely. a lot
0: uh, we definitely gonna go. This is definitely gonna continue on. So I, you know, we're gonna get better and better each are episode. You, are
2: you gonna bring girls that you like and invite them on the podcast?
0: I actually, when I was going through uh, to, uh topics last night, that was one of the things I wrote down was doing that.
1: Bringing girls you like.
0: But I said, I don't know how that would go. How how good that would go though. Do you? How, what you think? What you? Think I think about the
2: psychologist it? probably would have been a good interview because she's got something to say. But. But the, I mean, the, the a couple other, of them might the other have other narcissist class. harpies you like. Probably <laughs> wouldn't have had as much to offer outside hmm. of themselves. And then your callers and your your fans would have been like, "Yo, so we ain't like that one chick."
0: Uh, I don't know, but I've got it written down though. So it, it's something that I am looking at, and something that um that uh we Let might look at. Let me ask you a question. Drivers. What's up?
2: Okay, so the last girl you liked. Okay the, the friend of the of the l g b t q uh-huh. comic who yeah. we actually do love and we didn't mean that we don't love her Yeah. She, we, she, it just was a confusing situation we mm-hmm. okay um when you guys you met her through the comedian friend
0: no, I didn't meet her through
2: okay, how'd you meet her
0: i knew that I knew they were friends off of you know social media mm-hmm. I knew they were friends um but I would see her pictures all the time when everything, you know what I'm saying on, on Instagram. And it was a couple of months ago I was like I was like, you know what, I might, you know, say, damn, I want to take her out. But at that time I was still dealing with the other girl. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? Once I, my head is clear and done dealing with this one, then I might hit her up. And then that was the mindset. So
2: you never met her before you asked her out?
0: No. Never you met her. You asked her
2: out off Instagram and y'all mm-hmm. talking about me for being on Tinder? No, I don't have
0: a problem with you being on Tinder.
2: Okay, so you, you met her on Instagram. You were following her on Instagram. Right. Does she have a lot of followers? No. So she noticed when you liked her. Like, she knew you yeah. were liking her. And then you said, I'm going to take you out. Mm-hmm. Did she ever... Did she Did she follow you back?
0: Yeah, she followed me back. Did so, she
2: like your pictures? Yeah. So she was giving you indications indication? She liked maybe my pictures.
0: Yeah, because when, okay. when I asked her out, she was excited to go. Okay. And then I didn't even get to finish the story about... What, what happened was is the next day after the, um, after I seen them at the party, me and her was texting and she, uh, and I told her that, um, that the girl, she apologized mm-hmm. for, you know, saying what she said and everything. And during the text, she told me like, yeah, she was wrong for doing that because she should have told you how she felt, mm-hmm. you know, saying, uh, um, about you. And then after that, she just like, you know, I do want to go out with you. But I'm torn because that is my friend. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, they're real good friends. Yes, and yes. she don't, right, and she don't want to ruin their relationship based off the fact that she got feelings off me. But the other twist was she feels that she has feelings for her, too. So that's, so that, that's we the. Said she was fluid.
2: <laughs> so she feels like. She's messy. So this is she, a great pitch.
0: So she feels like she has feelings for her, too. So she's like.
2: <laughs> I feel like she love you and me. <laughs> so that's right. so she, So
0: now she feels like. That's the reason why she don't want us to connect and and, and talk because so, she. Is film she blah, gay
1: blah. too? No, no, she's no. not. No, she's not at all. Yeah, yeah. that's a good pitch. <laughs> I told
2: you, this is a BT movie. Okay, <laughs> so um, what about the girl before her, the the one that was a little more chaotic? Did when you first met her, mm-hmm. was she calling you and texting you, yeah. or were you were you initiating, or was she? Did you it, ever wake up to her initiating? It dialogue? was mutual it was yeah, mutual so you would say first. something and she
0: it wasn't it wasn't as how can i put it it was mutual where she would text me you know saying um if, if i hit her up she responded back it was all mutual like she was um she was the first girl that um uh, that came out that i invited out to a show you know saying when i was here yeah you know yeah i don't trust that but, but what, I'm, what I'm, I'm just saying is is that but she... there
2: were times when out of the blue she initiated yeah. the text yes was it at was she asking for something no. or was it just like how are you today?
0: Yes, it was just how are you today, okay. what's up, you know, stuff like that. Um you know, um when I got into my uh situation in the car, she was there. Um
2: Okay, so the reason I ask is because I'm wondering who who's pursuing you. Because mm-hmm. I met a friend. I have a new friend and she knows you. And she said that when you went to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce, you posted up something and you were like, I have, I've got an extra ticket to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce. And she said she DM'd you like, I'll go. And then you were like, nah, nah, I'm going to take somebody else. And I, that's just, now that's somebody who was feeling you, who you were like, nope. So I'm um, now, now I'm just.
0: <laughs> now I'm confused because I don't know who. I don't know who that is.
2: I mean, I'll tell you off uh, off the mic, but because okay. it's not—I mean, it's obviously not a secret that she, because she said she knows she said she knows you from Atlanta. She knows you from Atlanta, and now you guys are both out here. So she said when she saw you, saying, and she was like, and she said she wasn't even like coming for you like that. She was just like legit, like, oh, you got an extra ticket, you know, so you won't have to go by yourself. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go, or whatever. And you were like, hurt.
0: Yeah, you gotta tell me this because I don't know who you're talking about right now. So from yeah. your
1: future girlfriend
2: mm-hmm.
0: from Atlanta.
2: Yeah, she's an actress from the A, and she lives out here now.
0: Yeah, I'm clueless. I don't know who you're talking. So about. when
2: you posted that status up, who, who were you sending a subliminal to someone in particular, or no. did you, did you, were you really just looking I really,
0: good? I really had an extra ticket to go. Who would per- you end up going with? Because the person that was supposed to go with me didn't go.
2: So who would you end up going with?
0: This other girl I was talking to at the, I, I was talking to at the moment. that I ain't talking to no more. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: This is crazy. Maybe hit licks off you, B. <laughs> that was a $300 mm-hmm. ticket. Again, no, it I wasn't. Got a leak. Oh, yeah, you got you to look? It was oh,
0: fi- it was a $50 ticket.
2: Uh, wh- how far back was y'all? Was y'all uh, the I be-
0: no, I had beautiful seats.
2: You got a hookup?
0: No, I just paid for the tickets off Ticketmaster.
2: Why was your ticket $50 and everybody That's, else's was $10 I, million?
0: I, I have no clue. I, I uh, paid for a $50 ticket and I had, I had a beautiful seat.
2: Oh, okay. Mm.
0: I wasn't, you know, we was, of course, on the, uh, you know, sitting on the bleachers, but we wasn't that far, I wasn't that far, high up or far back. Oh,
2: okay. Okay, okay.
0: I had a great time that night.
2: Mm -hmm. I bet you did. (coughs) Kind of got to put out when somebody takes you to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of got to. That's the equivalent of steak and lobster. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Out here, especially out here. I, yeah. Man, y'all trying to make me sad right now on my dating stuff i'm not
2: trying to make you sad. i'm trying to to make you understand you need to look at better qualities besides heart-shaped booties
0: (laughs) so um but so let me so bianca so you talked earlier and we all you know you just posted it earlier so um moving to new york Mm -hmm. so how is that going so how is that working out with your relationship
1: um, it's good. He's super supportive. He's been like there. I mean, this just literally happened, so it's mm-hmm. an adjustment for the both of us. But um he's gonna fly there every month to see me.
3: Oh man. And
1: it's- he may move there if the job gets extended. So okay. Yeah. That's it's getting serious, serious. I've never thought I would have that conversation in regards of like, you know, moving and situations like what do you do in situations like this because mm-hmm. I was the type of person bye right. nigga I'm out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but my dreams don't stop for no man mm-hmm. and it shouldn't if you have a relationship where you guys both support each other you so ever how- been in New York before? oh yeah I've been there mm-hmm. this, so- is as yeah. this is fast paced as this is true yeah absolutely I need it so change. how
0: long did it how long did you wait in your head before you told him?
1: Um, he was there during the whole process, okay. like you know, from when I submitted to my first job assignment to getting it. Yeah. Okay,
0: that's dope, man.
1: Yeah.
0: I want you know I'm happy for you. Thank you. Know you know what I mean? Uh, New York is gonna be. It's gonna it's, be cra- it's going it crazy. It's gonna be crazy, man. Yeah. I, I look. <laughs> see, for me, New York is my favorite city.
1: Yeah, mine too.
0: If I could get New York with the L.A. weather, did
1: you say the same thing? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I can
0: get New York with the L.A. weather. Yeah. With the down south uh, cost of living, that'd be the best <laughs> place in the world right there. Absolutely. <laughs> that'd be the best place, man. Because mm-hmm. that's just, going back to this this um, L.A. stuff, man, for me, you know, eventually, you know, uh, I want to get to a point to where I'm not living in L.A. anymore. You yeah. know, I want to move back out because it's just crazy to me that I'm still, that I'm paying, you know, over $1,000 for um a closet space you know <laughs> i
1: mean new york is even worse like, i'm no, looking it is. at it, i'm like yo this is crazy it yeah.
0: is even, it is even worse but that's the only thing about living in these major cities like this is you know uh for me is the part that get me only thing about um well i like i said only only there for a short time and i and i uh, don't have too much experience in it but only thing about la for me is is that is that they want you to pay this uh, crazy prices, but you don't get the same quality, you know what I'm saying, for the price. Mm. You know, that's the biggest thing for me about LA that I, you know what I'm saying, I don't like. Is that there's no reason that, I, that you paying, you know, 1200 1500 1900 and don't have a place to park. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, stuff like, like
2: that. It's like that New York too, though. Yeah, yeah it is. That's, what, all that's what I'm saying. That's what
0: yeah. I said. That's what I said, these bigger cities, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like this is. That's parking. the part. Mm-hmm. That's the part I don't like, you know, the parking. But
1: the experience and the opportunities is what yeah. makes it different. Like, you can't say and that you culture. was in a room with such and such, you know. Like, I can't mm-hmm. say if I was living in Detroit that I worked for Oprah or Steve Harvey or E! News. Like, I could mm-hmm. never say that. And like, in New
2: York, the New Yorkers, when they talk, like, like my one of the comics at the Comedy Cellar one night, he was talking about when... Leslie Jones used to sleep on his floor. Oh, wow. And when Viola uh-huh. Davis was his landlord. And he was like, she used to manage the building. <laughs> and she was really cool. And, and Leslie used to come and sleep on the floor when she didn't have nowhere to stay. And oh Like, those God. kind of stories are so cool. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, they our- got a culture in New York. Yeah. Kind of. So, because, like, one thing I hate about being out here, like, in New York, because New York is my favorite city as well. And that's probably where I should have gone. I was on the fence for a long time, like, L.A., New York, L.A., New York. But I had, I had spent so much time in New York over the years, I was like, let's give L.A. a try. I got out here and I realized, while there is a huge Latin community, okay, Mm -hmm. they are Mexicans. There are no Puerto Ricans out here. My mother's Puerto Rican. I go to New York and it's like home. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't speak no Spanish, but it's still like home. Mm -hmm. Out here, I'm like, where are the Boricuas? Where are the brown Spanish people? Where are the Afro-Latinas? They're not Mm -hmm. out here. So it's still, even when I'm around Mexicans, because I can understand Spanish. So when they're talking, I'm like, okay, I I got like 75% of that sentence. I still don't feel like I could jump in or like I can. I still feel like an outsider, mm-hmm. or whatever. Whereas in New York, I never feel like an outsider. Mm-hmm. Never feel like an outsider. Mm-hmm. So I miss. I miss. Um, I miss Puerto Ricans. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you're a good one. I struggle with that Spanish. i would be looking confused. I'll be looking confused as hell. Well, my responses be, be
2: super slow. I'll be like, oh, wait. I'm, wait I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all saw it. like that's how I speak Spanish because like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to I have to put the sentence together in my head. But I can I, when they're talking, I can catch most of it or when Because I worked at the mall over Christmas and it, I was surrounded by Spanish speaking people, and I was just like, nobody cares, you know. I'm mean? like, I, nobody sees me. I felt invisible. I was like, mm-hmm. nobody sees me out here. So I miss uh, I miss I miss the uh, the uh, Latin Black Tina community,
1: should I say, the Black Tinas. Accuse us, silly.
0: What you? Some. Uh, what do y'all miss about Detroit?
1: The food, I mean, Coney Island, and Chinese food, it's hard to find yes. the Chinese food. Yes. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Chinese food, yeah. that's a whole oh, nother. Yeah. The, oh, man. the things they don't tell you in the brochure. Yeah. Uh, the food, man.
2: That's the number one for me. And so went always the, the conversations you have at the Chinese food restaurants where the guy's trying to tell me this is Chinese. And I was like, this is not, not. Chinese. And he's like, this is Chinese. This is where Chinese, Chinese people originally came. Like, we started Chinese food. And I'm like, I don't care what you started. I'm talking about what it evolved into as it moved. <laughs> (laughs) East is way better than this right here. Okay? (laughs) Maybe you need to go and learn how to make egg food young. Why don't you have any egg food young? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the food, definitely. And the
1: people. The people. You can't. Back home, I just love the people.
2: Well, you know where you stand in a Detroit room. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. you you don't even appreciate it. And how so much you know. street smarts you have it's, like you right. you know when something's about to pop off you mm-hmm. know when it's tension like you can walk in a room and say okay I know exactly who I am in this yeah. room I know what part of the room I need to be in mm-hmm. and in LA you walk in a room you have no idea where you're you supposed to be
0: it's just for me it's, it's the food like when I uh, I was just in Detroit uh, I gotta
1: pee I'm sorry go, ahead. <laughs> go <ahead. laughs> you can go ahead pause
0: it, it all right so yeah, so um, for me, when I was just in Detroit a couple weeks ago, uh, I always, when I fly back, I always got to bring back some Everfresh, some Better Made, uh, Faygo, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Always got to bring that back with me. And this time, I had so much in the in my bag, I didn't realize when I put it on the on the scale, they was like, yeah, your, uh, your bag is overweight, 12 pounds. And I was like, oh, okay. And they like, like, uh, if you want to take it, I already had to pay $30. They like, yeah, you gotta pay an extra hundred dollars if you wanna uh, take this bag with you, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. So I started mm-hmm. taking stuff out, and I was like, here, y'all got some free drink because <laughs> I wasn't about to pay no hundred dollars for no. Why don't you just have Amazon seven ship dollars it? of juice for seven dollars juice? Mm-hmm. Amazon can ship no, it. No, I have done that, but since I was there in the city, I was just.
2: But I'm, Amazon can ship it. Like yeah, I was just, I was,
0: already, I was I was already in the city, and I just got it. They don't
2: have White Castle here either.
0: Mm. Mm, not the uh, closest. White Castle, for me, is Vegas,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, White Castles is disgusting, and you shouldn't put it in your body. No, I haven't. If you just need it.
0: I had White Castles probably once, maybe twice in the last, I don't know how many years. I got gassy
2: just saying White
0: Castle. I don't know how many years. Just saying
2: the word White Castle just made my stomach start hurting. Cause
0: I had, it, you know what? I had it the last time I went to Vegas in February, and that Ugh. was just because I had it. It was just because I, had, I ain't had it for years. It was yeah, like, that's why y'all think. It was man. just like Your body's a temple. It was just like you know what? Let me get some chicken rings. You know what I'm saying? And, and call it a day. Just say I had some. Yeah, but White you Castle. can
2: definitely get those better made shipped out. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, the one thing that the um,
2: Everfresh is all sugar.
0: Oh, yeah it is but it's so delicious.
2: they got fago around the corner from my. oh no fago you get here, yeah, yeah you
0: can get fago here, not all flavors, but yeah, you can yeah. get you can get fago i really don't i've been um honestly i've really been relaxing off um pop mm-hmm. and i've been um slowly taking myself off juice mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's it's hard because I'm, Im i'm such of a sweet tooth person it's hard but um but pop I've really been taking myself off of, and that's funny too because uh i we we were at um where we was at, uh, I can't remember. But I kept saying pop, and uh, you know I was at this Mexican restaurant uh, on Hollywood, and I was like, you know, can I get some pop? You know, this and this, and they looking, and the lady literally was confused. Yep, she okay. was looking like, I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm looking like,
2: it's all in the word soda pop. I'm just Why like, you don't know. I'm looking soda like pop, okay, it's the same thing. That's
0: my thing. Where I'm like, okay, it's, it's but you kind of you, you kind of basically could have understood what I was talking about. You know, I didn't have to specifically say soda, you know what I'm saying? But she was just looking. She was like, "You talking about Pepsi?" I'm like, "Not that, but yeah, you know, another carbonated like, beverage." You know, yeah. So.
2: I miss being a big fish in a small pond. I miss being VIP in the club. <laughs> I miss walking in and everybody knows me, and I don't have to stand in line and I don't have to pay, and I could just walk in and boss up like a G. Mm-hmm. That's what I miss. Yeah. yeah. I miss my status.
0: When, let me. Ask, well, I know you've been back recently. When the last time you've been back?
1: <clears throat> last year. So, Your family still live there? Um. Yeah, my grandma's out here.
0: For like for me, I've been back to Detroit in because I haven't I haven't officially lived in Detroit since 2015. So during this, from 2015 till now, I've probably been back five times, a total of five times. And when I just went back recently, I ain't even gonna lie, it was a little shocking for me you know what i mean going downtown it was just crazy you know what I'm saying seeing how um ups how not upscale but more gentrified yeah okay more gentrified and more popping how going down greek town was mm-hmm. it was literally like where the black people at <laughs> have
1: you been, since it's been gentrified have you seen it uh yeah i've seen the new downtown and how it's a lot of new culture yeah, yeah. yeah. dog walkers uh, yeah, And
0: for me, you know, like I, said, I didn't live in a lot of places and I and I traveled to a lot of, you know, different cities. For me personally, Detroit is one of the best downtowns right now.
1: Really? To um, me. now. Okay. Now.
0: You know what I'm saying? Now it is. Because there's not too many cities that you can go to to have three casinos. Mm-hmm. Not just... Three regular Hollywood City. Park type mm-hmm. casino. We talking about full-blooded, Park. you know, uh, full-blood, you know, Vegas almost style casinos, you know, saying with the hotels, MGM Grand, all that stuff. Then you have the theaters and stuff down there, the new restaurants, the new bars and everything they got down there.
2: They need a movie theater. They still don't have a movie theater down
0: there. The one, the Renaissance closed?
2: Yeah, been closed. Oh, see, for years. See,
0: now that's something. I when I was there, it was still open. So. When was the
2: last time you've been back? Oh, I go back. I try to go back every two to three months because my, um, my son lives there.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah I
2: try to go back a lot um, until he gets back in school in August. Then I'll probably take a break. But while he's home for the summer, I try oh, to go okay. see him a couple of times. Got it. Yeah. So, and I still, I'm a road comic, so I still work.
1: okay.
2: So, I like last time I did Chicago, Detroit. Next time I go, I'm going to do New York, Detroit. Oh,
1: okay, cool.
2: So I try to make money while I'm in these streets, because I, yeah. I also miss making money doing comedy. <laughs>
1: Something yeah, that's, that
2: the LA comics know nothing about. You actually see, can get paid enough money to pay your bills by telling jokes.
0: No, and actually, I was um, when I was just back there, I ran into uh, Chanel, mm-hmm. and that's one thing she was talking about. She, for her, she was like, you know, I just love just being to do, to do stand up. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, I really don't care too much about trying to go to L.A. and going, mm-hmm. going and trying to make it just big. I'm fine with being able to live in the city and making money doing what I love to do and not have to worry about stressing, waking up, going to a, a job on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And I respect that because there's a lot of people... See, everybody think you know, when you, when you get into the business, you know, which is music or comedy or whatever you know you're trying to make it big it's not true you know some mm-hmm. people just want to be able to do enough to where they can live fine off of doing what they love yeah you know what I'm saying and that's you know saying that's me you know if i was to blow up and be a, and, and to be a star that's extra to me that's mm-hmm. something that's extra. that's not what i'm i'm doing this for i'm doing it to be able to establish a career to where i can be able to not have to clock in at somebody's job and work in a nine five every week i just want to be able to live comfortably and do me that's
2: mm-hmm. it yeah yeah that's real,
0: but um, I had a good time with y'all. Thank so, you so um, much. I want every you know plug your social media, put your name out there, so everybody can know.
1: Hi guys, I'm Bianca B. You can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at itsbiancabee.com. That's I T S B I A N C A B E E.
0: Heather.
1: Um,
2: Heather J A Y H, on all social media platforms. I'm out. I'm trying to do better at keeping my calendar on social media. Um, I'm bad at that, but I'm going to start doing better. But I know I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory next Sunday, I think. And um, I don't know when this is going to air, but. This week. This week, okay, yeah. So I know I'm going to be at um, the Laugh Factory, and I got something. Else. I never remember my calendar. <laughs> I never know what's going You're on. I get one. I get alarms in the morning, like, oh, I got a show tonight. And I got something else I'm doing, too. And, um, yeah. so And also, um, I'm a screenwriter, so my movies are on Amazon Prime. I got one up now and one getting ready to drop soon. So you can Google, um, I'm sorry, you can look up the movie Wait, W-E-I-G-H-T. It's doing real good on Amazon Prime. I wrote it. If you want to watch it, it is an urban-styled film, the urban cinema, the trap cinema, as they Mm -hmm. call it. And I'm actually very proud of that one. So you can go check that out and, you know, fuck with your girl
0: all right and then again um i'm brandon jordan uh you can catch me on instagram brandon jordan comedy we also have the uh the um new instagram page up the uh don't blame me blame detroit instagram where you can also you know follow the uh, podcast and also be able to go on there and get your t-shirts and your hoodies you know um, we also got some other stuff coming um uh soon in the next couple months of new uh merchandise also too so uh also look on there Um, To keep up with my uh, dates that's coming up. And uh, I'll catch you next episode. All right. Peace out.